I grew up in the neighborhood um, right by Miller Park. So we were like probably one block technically outside of Story Hill. So 48th and Wells. And we had our little, what we call our Wisconsin Avenue crew. So that was, it was a great neighborhood. I went to a private school down the block, Holy Cross, which doesn't exist anymore. It's a charter school, but um, yeah, all of us went to school together. We spent time in the neighborhood together, jumped fences, swam, neighborhood block parties. We did a lot together. It was a cool neighborhood to grow up in. To be honest, I remember there was a, a guy that I grew up with in my neighborhood. He actually started DJing. He was a couple years older than me and he started DJing our school's dances and things like that. And I, I saw all the equipment and all the music he had. And because of the neighborhood, I learned about what a, a kind of a DJ was early on. And then of course, just even in my own home, my parents, I think had a really great eclectic taste, so. Conditions that pushed my musical career in the direction it went in. Um, honestly, I think the biggest condition was I never drank alcohol or did drugs. And so when I was aged to go into bars and clubs, I was hanging out with people that drank often. And a lot of people, they get uncomfortable if you don't have something in your hands. And even if it's water, like people are like, can I get you something to drink? You're like, no, I'm good. And then you try to go into the conversation and it just becomes too much too fast and it's just, it wasn't enjoyable at that time. And so I literally started playing with turntables about 12 years ago. So I would, I would think that that's the biggest condition that had started as a hobby because I never wanted to drink alcohol, but I still wanted to try to find a way to be social. I wanted to become a DJ versus anything else. I admittedly I grew up playing the piano and uh, I think honestly, again, out of convenience and what, um, and being social and I really enjoyed watching my friends close out their tabs at the end of the night and then get handed like cash at the end of the night and that was really fun for me for some reason and then to know also two people that I cared about has a designated driver and that's something that I joke about is you know like if you ever want to hang out with me you have a, a DJ and a designated driver like you're guaranteed a pretty good time and you'll get home safely um I think it just out of convenience too. It was something that was somewhat accessible and I miss playing the piano and studying and practicing tremendously, but it was something that took off that I found a lot of enjoyment out of making other people happy that I really appreciated. So the piano and DJing, it, it does, it actually seems really similar. I think I had kind of, I think, one of my biggest attributes is I'm pretty dedicated to whether it's practicing and putting time in. And I have pretty good dexterity, which I think, you know, as a basketball player, as a pianist, and then as a DJ, just knowing and muscle memory and being able to, to do things pretty quickly and to almost react. So it is similar. I've never really thought about it, to be honest, the similarities between playing, a pian playing the piano versus, and versus compared to DJing. My early mentor definitely was DJ Rakti. So um, unfortunately he's no longer with us, he passed away. Um, but he, man, I would love for him to still be around. There's moments that I, you know, 12 years now that I've been doing this, that sometimes I, for whatever, you know, how I look up and I just, I'm like, Rock, like, I just hope you're proud. And um, it's crazy because I think as we continue to experience life, I don't want to say grow older, but like go through more experiences. I still feel like there are moments where he is still teaching me. And that's something I get really excited about that he's still somehow with me. I carry him, I have tattoos for him that are dedicated for him, that are because of him, inspired by him. 
Um, but constantly, I mean, he taught me how to read a room. He taught me the very basics of DJing and beat matching. And I learned actual on real vinyl and it's, it's something I'm extremely proud of. Not only that I had an opportunity for two years to essentially be in a, the best like internship that I never knew I was in to, um, you know, what I'm doing now and just wondering like what he would be telling me. And I, it, I just think that that's cool to think about. So I hope he's proud. <laughs> Music inspires me personally, I think. Just, I, I find that music is what feelings sound like, honestly. So I think it's something when you sometimes don't have words to put feelings to, you can find a song, hands down. I think that one of the best ways that music allows me to express not only how I'm feeling, but what I get a kick out of is trying to figure out what other people are feeling as a DJ. And to, um, I think help guide a night in the way that it goes. It comes back to, again, I think how music is what feelings sound like. And I've seen a room get really angry based off of music that I've played. And then I've seen a room like happy, like leave the night, like still singing that last song. And that's where I think it's really inspiring is how powerful literally one song, much less you put together an entire night or a set and the, and, and the feelings that get evoked from from that. I think that's what's really, really cool.